Welcome back to Bible and Brew, friends. As you know, normally we take a look at the Sunday Gospel text and we do commentary, analyze on it. But in light of the insanity that we all witnessed yesterday on our TV screens or on our Twitter feeds or wherever you get your breaking news, we thought we'd talk about the thing right in front of us. Crazy day. In case like you've been living under a rock uh, yesterday, a bunch of insurgents um, allegedly at a peaceful protest, but now they're finding that these people were kind of armed and ready to do this, or many were. They stormed the Capitol building. Uh, they got onto the Senate floor. Things were stolen from the Capitol building. People took pictures of themselves where the Senate majority leader stands and sits. Uh, Confederate flags were raised in the building. Uh, Trump is my president. Jesus is my Lord. Flags were also waving, which I think is maybe the biggest travesty of them all. Though The Confederate flag is just ridiculous. I could go on and on. Landon, what were your thoughts, reactions, feelings to the shit show that we witnessed yesterday? Craziness. It was absolutely craziness. And so I'm in my uh, living room getting my lessons planned because I had to teach uh, eighth grade religion at our day school. And I'm watching the Senate hearing and the House hearing as well as they begin their uh, debates. And all of a sudden, the thing goes into recess and they get, uh, the vice president gets taken out by Secret Service. And I'm like, what, what is going on? And then as things develop, like you were saying, they're, they're in the Capitol building. And I'm like, how? How did this happen? How are we allowing uh, protesting or protesters uh, escalate to this degree in which they are allowed to take over our nation's capital building? And so I was ashamed, I guess, to be uh, an American and watching the radical right. It's not about you know Democrats or Republicans in my opinion, it's about the radical right movement. And like you were saying, we saw the Confederate flag being idolized in this space. And Ben, I'm not a history major. I think you, you study history, right? So the last time, uh, I guess, this happened, that the Capitol building was taken over was 1812, right? So 200 years, this, this, this happened again, right? And I'm not sure the last time during the Civil War, you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, they, they didn't get this far. The Confederates didn't get this far when we were fighting that Civil War, right? I think they got like around 90 miles. That was the closest they got. Um, and they had their own this capital. Was, yeah. They had their own capital. And this was the closest they were able to reach. And so the, I'll, I'll leave that there for right mm. now. Um, I'm still processing so much. And I'm going on a lot of tangents right now. Um, because I'm still in, in, in shock. Mm -hmm. And then I reflected back to when the, the Black Lives Matter uh, protest march went to the Capitol building and all the uh, uh, National Guard, the, the policemen, all those who uh, serve our law enforcement, they were all in, in dressed in camo and body armor. They were ready to go. And yet we witnessed this protest, this march, which was planned for weeks and they were just allowed to come into this building. And I saw a video of a white woman being 
uh, taken out by her hand, right? She was led out by one of the, 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 arm, the, the police or the nation's uh, National Guard people. And I just, see, I just see the dichotomy between these two groups, those who um, are supporting more of a social agenda, right? About um, the lives of people of color compared to this radical right who feel entitled to go and throw a temper tantrum because they didn't get their way because people voted a certain way and now they're gonna go and uh, act like a four-year-old and throw a fit. And I'm just, I'm just shocked, but I'll, I'll leave it there and I'll let you uh, pick up. No, I won't pretend like my thoughts are gonna be any more <laughs> uh, ordered and coherent, but I think for me, it really was what I kind of already stated. There was one of my friends who actually went to your uh, seminary. He, and he's, he's still studying there. He posted this picture of uh, this man carrying a Confederate flag in the Capitol building. And like you said, that's never happened before, at least to my knowledge. And here we are and it's happening right now. And that is just crazy. I wish we could, you know, on this podcast, like show that image and maybe, maybe we actually, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should get away from that image, but it just felt like such an indictment. Um, and just yeah, such an embarrassment. I felt embarrassed. I don't know why I personalized the United States of America. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just like, you know, the way we're kind of raised and, um, taught to think about our country in a very patriotic way, but I just remember, I just felt embarrassed as if like the rest of the world, the global leaders of the world were looking at me and like, Ben, that's pretty, pretty embarrassing, pretty rough. Uh, yeah. I will say, you know, not to harp on all the negative though we can come back to that. And that's very valid. I was very impressed by, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge Joe Biden fan. I didn't go run out to vote for Joe Biden because I'm like all going ho about him. I'm probably more into him than, than some people in my life who voted for him just to be against Trump. But I thought he gave, he gave a great speech yesterday, you know, called this out, but also was, was unifying. Like you said, I don't think this is right now. What we're seeing is a Democrat Republican problem. I think it's a, a radical insurgent fringe group who have are right now experiencing their last dying gasp of power and are acting out with everything they have. It's actually like kind of biblical. It's like, you know, uh, the enemy, right? Satan, who's been defeated by the cross and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, and yet is just wreaking havoc right now because these are his final gasps. And that's what I see. And I'm, I'm not trying to downplay and say like, well, this, you know, they can't create more havoc, just like Satan can't create a lot of havoc. But there does seem to be this real like knowledge that they are losing power and will do anything they can to grasp a hold of it. And I think the, you know, reality check that a lot of these people are going to get is um, just like with the super far left, uh, when you talk to your friends on Twitter and you get lots of likes and retweets, you think there are millions and millions of people 
who are going to storm the Capitol with you or storm Inauguration Day with you. Uh, but I actually, I, I think, I mean, a lot of people voted for Trump. I'm not trying to say that second most of ever in history. But I don't think, and I could be wrong, that there are millions and millions of people willing to storm capitals, to storm this and that. Um, I'm not trying, again, I'm not trying to downplay the threat we have here. I do think, I think we can say this uh, in response and in rejection to this insurgency of, uh, you know, a, a kind of a Christianly mocking of this. Like this was your yeah. best shot. This was, this is your last gasp. Um, so I have a, I have a few yeah. thoughts uh, from, to add, to add to your um, great points and great insight. Um, my first one is remember a few years ago when Colin Kaepernick took a knee mm -hmm. and everyone was on his case about that's not the right way to protest. So mm -hmm. I wonder if those same people who said that would then say, you know what, this is the right way to protest to take our nation's capital and to bash windows and to attack law enforcement and do all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Like I just, I just clearly remember people on the right radical right for the most part, right. Saying, you know what, that is a disgrace to our country, disgrace to our flag. And I want to know if those same people, what their opinions are, their insight is on this uh, horrendous evil, this demonic evil, you know, that we witnessed uh, yesterday. Yeah, and and I, I also actually, want to. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna, on that thought. Just, I think it was more than just radical right folks were upset about him kneeling. I think, unfortunately, and this is something some of us need to repent for. I think a lot of us in the middle um, were feeling that way. Like, ah, like don't do it in public. Don't do it on the football field. Don't do it about the national okay. anthem. And I think now, I think a lot of us have wisened up um, in light of all that we've seen in these last four or five yeah. years. And so be a good title for this, uh, pod, this podcast. Uh, remember when Kaepernick knelt or yeah, yeah. that and tie yeah. into that. And so maybe but, like, in the, in like the not totally negative aspect of all of this, like I do think most people are like, well, we were wrong about that. Or like, yeah. we're maybe reconsidering, but we'll go back to your point, your second point. Or what you were going to talk about? Uh, my second point I wanted to add, and I'm going to try to tie this into uh, God talk or theology, right? This is a uh, Bible in brew. And I'm drinking coffee today. I saw you drinking water, Ben, you know? I got coffee oh, right here, okay? Yeah. Look at this fancy cup. I live I live for the days where we can have a nice cold beer. But those days are coming. I'm thinking like <laughs> April or May, you know, sometime then. But until then, we'll keep drinking. Landon's sneaking in that vaccine. Brew, right? um, but I want to talk about idolatry. Right. Mm -hmm. And the times in the Bible in which the Israeli people or any, any people in general were worshiping an idol and in particular, for this case, a human idol. Right. And so what we saw yesterday was a group of people who were confused about who um, their allegiance lies to. They believe that their allegiance lies to and salvation comes from Trump. And yet the Bible says, no, salvation comes from God through Jesus Christ. And yet, so we see uh, America, we see uh, Jesus uh, flags being uh, uh, waved uh, yesterday. And in my opinion, 
I don't believe that any of them are actually uh, like Christians per se, right? Because you can't be a Christian and idolize a human being. If you idolize Donald Trump and believe he is your savior, he is your Messiah, he is your, your God, then, then that is everything that is antithetical to the Bible because the people in the Bible did the same thing. And what happened? Disarray, confusion, uh, chaos. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's like especially disconcerting because when an idol or a person is totally disconnected from our faith, that's one thing. And that's still a bad thing. But when you're conflating your heroes or your idols with Jesus and the way of Jesus is so different than the way of this, it's just so toxic and such a work of the enemy. And, you know, I mean, I don't want to stand in condemnation of these, like, are these people not Christian at all? I mean, they're not acting Christianly, that's for sure. Um, and I, you know, I've got my own idols, maybe they're less public. Uh, this stuff I come back to over and over again. But I think like, just like I'll call that demonic or evil, even though sometimes I fall right back into it. We have let got to pre- let me do a pregnant pause on you real quick. Cause we each yeah. have our own idols, right? Yeah. I mean, I have, I have an idol, maybe the coffee or I have an <laughs> idol to sports, right? I love watching uh, some celebrities uh, play a game, right? But that is a different degree than going out and getting getting weapons and busting down buildings because of this idol right and so but continue continue on no just i mean yeah i mean like i'm trying to say all that just to say these folks like really think that like trump is a prophet or something like that Mm. and and it's such a lack of faith that if this person isn't in office, well, then the Christian faith will be like destroyed or diminished. Like, where is your faith? Yeah. The early church did not have an emperor or president on their side. They did. They were kind of more in the Jesus world than we are. Um, Yeah. Just this like desperation it really is. I mean, what you said is true. It's idolatry for sure. Yeah. It's fear. And, and to your to your point of the early Christians, I remember stories in which the Roman Empire said you need to offer sacrifice to these uh, emper- emperors, these governors. Just quick, some incense, put it on the fire, light it up and walk away. Mm-hmm. And these Christians were saying, no, our allegiance is to God only. And they would be massacred or crucified because of their beliefs. And yet we see the complete opposite uh, nowadays. Oh, offer a little incense to Trump. Absolutely. How much? I'll dump it all. I'll dump it all down there, you know? Yeah, and it's so cynical because he latches on to Jesus-y language. So it confuses yeah. a lot of people. and They're like, well, no one else talks that way. But it's, it's, it's all so cynical. Uh, yeah, my hope is in all of this that I'm not saying the white supremacy is going away or this or that, but I hope that the yesterday and the response to yesterday is the last of the dying gasp of Trumpism. 
and I'm just not just saying Donald Trump, but Trumpism with all those politicians who have really backed him. I'm hoping that this really are, we're seeing the final violent gasp. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I know we're going a bit over time, but I want to say this comment that I read on Twitter and it says this, I don't think diversity training can fix what happened yesterday. Now, there's a lot of diversity training in regards to the Episcopal Church nowadays uh, to educate uh, those on, on their privilege, on their status, on uh, being a white individual in America. Um, but I read that and I was, I was very struck by that because seeing, seeing that and those who abide by that, I, I, I don't think the, um, any amount of education or training would alleviate that, would fix that. Yeah, no, it's like, it's a, I think kind of like what people like C.S. Lewis say, like there gets to a, a point where there's this long chain that we've forged, we go in so deep that we are just so lost in our either fear or hate or this or that. And it really is going to be a true miracle uh, for people to come out of that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I will say this. I mean, especially for like white Christians, uh, who are rightly so responding to this and, and condemning it. Um, let's make sure that we're not just like, Hey, black people or Hey world out there, just so you know, I'm not like those people. I'm not like, and that, and a lot of your tweets have sounded a whole lot like that. So uh, yeah, I don't think also just being like, Hey, uh, condemning these folks and, and this kind of posture, we're not like them is, uh, that's not listening either. Uh, that's, that's really just being annoying too. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you got some words <laughs> for us, Landon, but that's what I've No, but I, I do, I do have some words. I mean, uh, I think prayer is important. And um, Michael Curry prayed yesterday in light of this, and also Bishop Provenzano, the Bishop of Long Island, uh, did a Compline service in light of what happened. And I, I think prayer is, is very important. Jesus even withdrew himself to uh, pray, um, but he also got angry. He also got angry at injustices and those who uh, went astray, right? He got angry at uh, sin. And so, uh, I think it'd be appropriate to offer a prayer for our uh, closing. So uh, let us pray. Oh God, you have bound us together in a common life. Help us in the midst of our struggles for justice and truth. No comfort to comfort one another without hatred or bitterness and to work together with mutual forbearance and respect through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. And folks, keep praying and keep hoping, because if we're just living in fear, then they win, and they're not going to win. Thanks be to God.